A conversation can change the way you think, how you feel, or even what you believe. So no matter what the conversation's about, it's not for nothing. Hello and welcome to February of 2022. Who can believe that's already here? And also welcome to Not For Nothing. I am, of course, Kyle Leon Henderson. And as always, I am bringing you all the conversations I'm having on a daily basis. And the conversation I bring to you today was recorded back in December when I was in Alabama for Christmas. This is possibly one of my very favorite episodes I've ever recorded. And it's only because of my guest. He is from my high school, the one that I built. No, just kidding. He's from the high school I went to. We are several years apart in age. Um, Yes, I am older. But we came from the same small town of Bug Tussle, Bremen, Cold Springs. Um, They're all one and the same. They're just colloquial different names for the area we grew up in because it was unincorporated. But the thing is about Brantley... Brantley Cruz, that's his name. He and I always tend to gossip when we get together. I tried my hardest not to say names, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I It's been over a month since I recorded it, so I don't remember if I said names or not. And if I did say names, I'm sorry. Brantley and I only speak the truth, so the truth hurts, babe. Hope you, if you, and and also if we didn't say names and you know exactly who we're talking about, brava, you figured it out. It wasn't that hard. Life in a small town. Now, without further ado, here is Brantley Cruz. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. Hi. Hey. Hi. You're here. I'm here. You're on my show. I'm queer. I'm afraid of deer. Are you really? I'm horrified of deer. Oh my god! I was coming home last night and I saw because I'm in Bug Tussle. God forbid. I saw five deer running across the road and I was like, I'm not in LA. So no, a friend I'm of mine here. told me that like a deer can like slit your throat with their antlers if they come like barreling through your window in a car wreck. And like ever since then, I've just Jeez. been like horrified <laughs> well for the listener for the un- well as jamie lee curtis says the uninitiated listener i am recording this over christmas it's not going to air until new year's but that's why i'm here in alabama because uh, it's christmas baby please come home and so i've been here since the 7th today is the 20th so 13 days i've been here and i had to run away from the mountain to come see you because I needed some liberal city blood. Yeah, I ran away from the mountain, and now I have to pay rent. And yep. I didn't ask for this. Well, mom asked me today. I was telling mom I was gonna because mom's been on the show. But y'all know her. Um, I was like, I'm gonna go see Brantley, and I was like, I'm probably gonna be gone all day or gone all night or whatever. And she goes, Well, don't he just live in Brushy Pond? And I was like, No, he's in Birmingham. I'm a city girl. Like, did you ever live in Brushy Pond? I did. Okay. I grew up there. Like, I grew up on the dirt roads. Not yeah. that you can tell. No. Well, I mean, it. it's funny how fast you can wash it away. Oh, yeah. So. Well, like, I mean, I used to be, like, really ashamed of, like, my country upbringing. But mm-hmm. now I, like, proudly say I'm white trash. My mom's going to kill me if she listens to this. <laughs> but, like. <laughs> She'll only listen if you share it because no one listens to the show. I have two listeners. Yeah. And I'm one of them. <laughs> yep. Oh, do you listen to <laughs> I it? I do. And did you go back and listen to the show? I've been listening to what them. What do you think? I think they're good. They'd be better if they like full time <laughs> included me. But like, I was like, okay, well, that's everyone's opinion. My friend Sarah, I don't, I don't know if I'm sure you've heard her episodes at some point. I asked her, I'm like, do you even listen to my show? She said, I listen to the good ones, and I'm like, which are? She said, the ones I'm on. No, I like the so. ones with you and Ethan. Really? Yeah, it's. Cause like there's not a lot of like gay like podcasts that are mm-hmm. like, unless you want to talk about the Real Housewives or something. Yeah. Like that's all you're gonna get. So like it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. Well, last year when Dad died, I did um, a whole series of podcasts about grief, and that was actually surprising. A lot of people reached out to me and said that they were they knew people who had family members who died of COVID. Which Dad didn't die of COVID, but it was just coincidentally at the same time. And they said they were sharing it with people who died of COVID or families of that. And they said because it was just so profound. And I was like, 
I was really proud of those because mom and Aunt Sandra and my sister and people in our family just really opened up about grief like two weeks after dad died. And I was like, wow, well, that's cool. You know, I am, I do consider myself an expert on grief. Do you really? Oh, I mean, like I worked in a funeral home. Like you got That's be. true. That forgot about that. Yeah. Because yeah. I know people, you were off, off the record. You've told people you embalmed. I did. And I was like, whoa. I did. I did. And of course I got inappropriate because I'm like, you saw them naked. Yeah. And it was like super weird because mm-hmm. like it's a small town. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, I know your grandkids. Yeah. Oh, that's... you cannot post that. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so how long have you lived in Birmingham? I've been here for oh, three years, I think. Time is like a man-made contract, so like it doesn't really count. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Well, especially during COVID. You've been here three years, two of which were in COVID. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been in New York for five years, and then after that I moved to L.A., and now I've been in L.A. for four years. But it's just so trippy to come back sometimes because I'm like, it's exactly the same, but it's not any at all the same. But... I love that we came from Bug to Tussle. I came from Brushy Pond. Yeah, you were from Brushy Pond. Put some respect on my name. I'm from Bug Tussle. I love to throw out some of the names we have. Because I'm like, well, there's Dodge City, there's Chigger Ridge. And they're like, what now? And I said, Chigger, (laughs) C-H-I. I I love talking about kudzu. Mm -hmm. That's so weird. But like, Oh my God, yeah. People down here are like, what's that? I'm like, what do you mean, what's that? I said something about... um, I said something about, I don't remember what I said, but I said, they're going to take over like kudzu. And my friend who is French, he's like, what? Because he's, I mean, English is his second language. And so I explained to him what kudzu was. And he goes, that sounds terrifying. (laughs) And I was like, it's really not. It's just, it's just a plant that takes over. But like the funny thing is though, is like Cole Springs where we graduated high school from, just in case anybody needs a security question. Um, (laughs) they were so horny to like about kudzu because we had like the kudzu run Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I ran cross country, but that they didn't do the kudzu run when I was there. They ended it right or they started it right after I graduated. The only thing I've ever ran from is like my sexuality and other problems. And you've stopped running. No. Are you still running? I'm such a homophobe. Are you really? Yeah. Did did we not talk about this? No, but I think, I think we found our topic (laughs) for the day. I hate twinks. Like, I, I, I'm a firm believer that they're not people. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so we're going to have to, for the safe, for the safety of my <laughs> sanctity and my reputation, we're going to have to suss this out. Why do you hate twinks? Because, like, everybody thinks that they're, like, the pinnacle of the gay rights movement. Like, that they think that. No, yeah, not at all. Like, look at porn. Well, we like, right. Like, you cannot go on a porn site and find somebody who's slightly chubby unless you pay $40 for an OnlyFans. Oh, that's not true. Oh, is it not? It's not. Is it not? It's not. Really? Mm-mm. I mean, I I mean, I can show you receipts. I mean, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, but I, I know what you mean, though, because it, it, it I think it's changed. Do you not think it's changing now? No. Like, I think it's actually gotten worse because, really? like. Yeah, because, like, I think that, like, a lot of the older, like, I don't know about you, but, like, I was on Grinder when I was, like, 16, and I was like, this is fine, and then I got molested, so. <laughs> wow okay so we are we're just we're dropping that so is that a real situation yeah no like i think i slept with a 55 year old when i was like 17 mm. i really cannot share this with my mother <laughs> well there's a i mean i don't share anything sexually with my mother do you no like, like i can't share this like podcast 55 year old with you know i so. can't share this podcast with my mother <laughs> yeah i mean you don't have to share this with your mother or you can use it as a conduit to deepen your friendship with your mother as an adult hey mom have you wondered where some of that trauma came from mm. Mm. is that where the trauma came from no there was like like i'm just built with it yeah i'm well, built i was about to say i mean and i don't want to diminish anybody who has real deep you know, sexual assault trauma or child abuse trauma. But I mean, we really do use humor to just cope with built in trauma as LGBTQ people from where we came from. Like, and I am, and to my mother's credit, I mean, she, she's never been hateful, but she has evolved greatly from where she was. And now we're just great friends and close. She loves Ethan. She loves, you know, she loves my life. And 
last night we were driving home and I told her, I said, people don't appreciate the acrobatics that I go through. They don't even understand the acrobatics that I go through when I come here to protect myself and not diminish my own self, but also try to keep a lighthearted balance of Christmas fun at the same time, you know, so... See, I'm prone to ruining holidays, so like, that's not like a big thing on my list of to do. <laughs> like, I just, I just don't, you know. I pick my battles. Like, I pick my battles too. Yeah, all of them. I think I'm choosier about mine than you are. That's an understatement. <laughs> I think I let, you know, I, I tell people I'm like saying nothing is also an option. But I don't know that you've ever chosen that option. And I love you for that. I deeply, deeply, deeply love you for that. Because no, like everybody needs to ask their doctor if like my hands are right for them because they're rated E for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna you're ready to and, and what that means is you're ready to throw hands. Oh, absolutely. Not a molesty. No. <laughs> oh, we're back on that. You're ready to throw hands. That's what you're saying. <laughs> but yeah, I mean what what was your experience growing up where we were? It was a nightmare. And really? like like, I, mean, like, I don't know, like, you can only be called faggot so many times. And yeah, like, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that's something that was just hurled at us. Oh, yeah. And we try. I mean, I tried to hide it, and I tried to, you know, I don't, people ask me, did you pretend to be straight? And I said, it's not that simple. I said, for me, and I, and I suspect other people, too, I said, it wasn't that I knew exactly who I was, and I chose to hide all of that and go be with a girl. I was like, you you really don't pull back the curtain of sexuality at all. And you only let yourself look at women and think about women in that way for a while. And it's like, so I did, what was, what I, when I did date girls, it was true. It just was surf, surface level because that's all I had the capacity for. Because I was just like, date a girl, date a girl, keep the blinders on for men. And, you know, and then porn. Well, and like, you know, and that's that's how it was. So once I finally opened it up to be like, okay, maybe I'm gonna explore men. That's when it came rushing in of like, oh, that's that's it. That makes sense. So, so. my experience was a little less fun than that. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm sorry if any of my ex girlfriends happen upon this podcast. Right. I dated a lot of uh, weird girls, like mm-hmm. horse girls. Uh, horse girls. Horse girls. Like horse face. No, not Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> I'm still not over what you did to Kim Cattrall if you're listening. You know, and we could do a podcast about that at some point because I'm evolving on that situation. I have. But go ahead. But like I dated like the girls who, you know, were weird. Like I dated the emo girls Mm -hmm. who were okay with like me kissing a guy because they were like, oh, it's quirky. We're edgy. It's weird. Like, you know. (laughs) When did you kiss a guy in front of your girlfriend? Listen, Heritage Park was a very fun place. I've been. Um, I only went with one girlfriend. I never like hung out with people at Heritage Park like that. Oh no! Like that's like like we would like sit at the picnic tables and just like smoke cigarettes. And yeah, I've taken a lot of drugs from people with very weird names. Like what? Uh, my favorite is probably Sparky. Oh my gosh! That's or funny. Thor. Thor. I wasn't worried about what was in the vaccine. I've done worse. Right. People are like, oh my God, this vaccine. I'm like, um, have you ever been to the to the rest area on 65 between Dodge City and Good Hope? Oh my God, once. <laughs> um, uh, no, that is a... I'm very- drinking uh, iced coffee, by the way. That was that slurp. Sorry, guys. Have you Okay, quick sidebar on that, but have you ever seen the tweet where it's like gay people like with iced coffee, like when they swirl it, it's like a rattlesnake, like warning you? I love that. I think about that all the time. Like I'll be in a meeting and I'm just like, just in case y'all didn't know how pissed I right. am. I'm not a huge iced coffee drinker. I need to get, I need to do more iced coffee, but. Sweet tea and iced coffee and cigarettes are like my. I love addictions. that you still smoke cigarettes. That's very 2009 of you. I, that's when <laughs> that's when I had serotonin. So right or like either I had serotonin or the music was better. I don't know because mm-hmm. like I listened to "Shake It" by Metro Station. And- well, I will say every time I go to the Quest, which maybe tonight because I am well because Al's is closed. Maybe it's a Monday. Listen, I don't, I, I'm just here for a drink and an old stomping ground. And I don't know. We will go to our place. I've never been to our place. So maybe we should go you know, to like our they place. They actually had a hotel that was next to it where they found a dead body. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I didn't leave I'm it there, so I can go that's back. That's the thing. I'm ride or die. 
And so I've, yeah. Well, adventure time. See, adventure I'm not view. ride or die. Like, <laughs> why do I have to die? Where are we going? Can we get food? Like, yes, we can. But yeah, so you did drugs. You kissed boys in front of your weird girlfriends. Why do you call them horse girls? Okay, so did you? Like, I don't know what, what it was like for you, but like, did you never? Because like, you're older than I am. I just want to make that very clear. Uh, to yeah, all I'm ancient, and you're still young and supple. I know. Like, I'm 21. Um, That's a full lie. No, it's not. Prove <laughs> it. Um, but no, like I like the girls who were like obsessed with horses when they were younger, and like they would like neigh and gallop. Every it's like a horse. Oh, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I went through some hoops. Oh my! I God. can't be gay. I'm dating. I'm dating Equestria over here. <laughs> I'm dating Moonsong. She's galloping like a horse. Like, she can't hurt me because Pegasus tears heal all wounds. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> well, so, yeah. Tell me more. Your experience. So, like I, like I said, I dated a lot of straight. Like, I dated one girl who wore skirts over pants. But not, like, leggings, but, like, blue jeans. Can you say their first names? Do I know any of these people? I doubt it. Because they were, because I never dated anybody from Cold Springs. Because, oh, well, like, then I wouldn't know them at all then if they're that young and not at our school. Yeah, because like I dated, I dated out of Good Hope. When they said like when they called Good Hope No Hope, they also meant No Hope in your love life. So just take yeah. what you can get. I dated a girl from Good Hope, and <laughs> I'm just gonna say, I mean, this is it's just true. I didn't. It's I, you can't run from the truth. Life finds a way. Um, she transferred schools to come to Cold Springs. I'll tell you who it is afterward. You'll know her. Oh my God. I mean, you probably know her anyway, because there's only one girl who transferred schools and then Deborah Peak, our guidance counselor, put her locker right underneath mine and then put her in all the same electives I was in. She was trying, that woman was trying to save your soul from homosexuality. She was like, I got you, boo. Um, (laughs) but then... She wound up pregnant, the girl, not Deborah Peak. Um when when I was dating her and everybody's like, Oh my god, Kyle. And I'm like, Don't look at me. I guarantee it's not my baby because I didn't do that. So you got cheated on mm-hmm. and she got pregnant. And she was a beard. I mean, I don't I That's won't say like beard, a part- I liked her. I mean, it was kind of sad because my best friend, uh, Josh, l- who transferred to Good Hope, liked her. I did that a lot. Like, that was some things I, that, like, I probably needed to work that out in therapy, but I didn't, and it's over now. But several times, my w- the person that my best friend was interested in, I snatched him up. So, that happened. But then she moved to my school, and I told him, I was like, you dodged a bullet. <laughs> so, um. And she should have bought one, and she wouldn't have been in the situation. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, and let me clarify, when I say bullet, I mean those little tiny vibrators. Yeah. Yeah. Not... Not like a gun. Not kill herself. I'm not advocating suicide yet. I mean... Let me get a couple drinks in me. There's a couple of people on Earth that I invoke John Crawford's, uh, you know, old quote of, I've never killed a man, but I have read the obituaries with great delight. It's so funny that you say that, because, like, again, when I was in L.A., like, you took me to every cemetery. Oh, my God. We went to every cemetery (laughs) and crashed a funeral. That, that was, was fun. That it was wasn't fun. the first funeral that I've ever crashed. Well, I'm sure you haven't. You're an embalmer. Former. Former embalmer. Former. But you still remember how to do it. Oh, my God. With my <laughs> eyes I can't. Re- I can't imagine you could ever forget it. It's like it. riding a bicycle, but like it, the bicycle's horrible and gross, and you have PTSD from it. Do you have to like drain their body fluids? Yeah. Like, like do you have to take out all their organs and stuff, too? No, that's only in like autopsies or extreme cases. Well, there you go. So you just drain all their blood and then fill their veins with embalming fluid so instead. That, that actually takes place at the same time. Like you use the embalming fluid to push the blood out. Wow. Is it like cement? No, it's like bubblegum pink. Wait, That's the blood? Weird. Yeah, the no uh, the no the the embalming fluid. No, it's like bubblegum pink to give you like that texture. Like or not texture, but like the skin color. Oh. Yeah, because like you couldn't put like blue in there and have a really good time for anyone. <laughs> um well, um, yeah. So you did that. I did. How, how long did you do that? Six and a half years. Yeesh. I started when I was like 16. Really? They yeah. They let you do that at 16? Not legally. What is your life? I did not want to work at McDonald's. 
And you didn't. I don't have customer did. service. You have skills. a great job now. I do. Yeah. But we're gonna keep that part a secret. Oh no, we don't tell we don't tell jobs on this on this podcast. I just announced our high school, but like well, that's well that's her that's their problem. Like, you know. I that it's facts are facts. We went to Cold Springs. I know. You dated from Good Hope. I did. We have not said names yet. Also, um, a weird amount of my ex girlfriends became lesbians themselves. So it's really? like they were beards for each other. Except for mm-hmm. one girl who lost her mind, and I don't like. Good luck out there, girl. Good luck. Um, yeah, I, I did uh, during. I don't know if you've gotten back to the um, episodes where I was doing Pride Month last year in 2021, 2021 Pride. We were talking about our experiences, and I did call out somebody from our school by name on the podcast for what they said about me. So, listen, if I started doing that, we'd be here all night. Well, I did. Well, I'll say, I'll tell you who I, I called out. I didn't call out their last name, but I called out their first name. And there was only one person in our entire school named this. I said it was Sheila. Oh my God. It was her. Yeah. We talked about this. Actually. And I'm sure her little sister was exactly the same way. I so, mean, because, but, and, and you know, and I'm just, and I'm not trying to like bash them, but I'm just like, she said something that deeply, deeply changed the psychology of my behavior. And I'm just like, you don't know the impact of what you do when you bully someone. Or, and, and it, she she may not even think she bullied. She said an offhanded comment to other people about me, and I overheard it. Well, and now so. she's probably, like, pushing MLM products on her unsuspecting friends. So, I mean. I don't think so. I think she's actually doing pretty well. Or at least I know she's dating, or dating, she's married to someone who's doing okay. So. Well, that's never stopped him before. Right. I, well, I mean, I only wish the best for her and anyone else. I mean. See, you're such a better person than me. <laughs> I really do. I mean, I don't want to. I don't wish anybody ill will. I do. Like, I'm over like, I hope you get genital warts. But I know that karma's a bitch. And you reap what you sow. Well, like, I mean, I call it dark manifestation. Uh. <laughs> like, instead of like, manifesting good things, I'm like, I'm going to manifest like you get like gonorrhea or something. I mean, and that's. And that's not awful no like i want mild inconvenience that's not like something you can't that's not herpes no you, you get, get rid of, of you get rid of gonorrhea just a big old pill um but yeah so what did what was your did you have a mindset of a plan for getting out of bug tussle brushy pond cold springs bremen uh yeah survival <laughs> like that was I mean did you, you had a plan though like or did you just know that you wanted more for your life than what you had I honestly I wanted to stop having to drive an hour for hookups yeah <laughs> so I I'll, I'll say this I have like it's fun for me to open grinder and all that when I come back home um and I don't mean I don't mean to this is again facts are facts it's like 50 miles away 300 pounds and closeted. And I'm like, oh, okay. Don't, don't talk about my profile like that. <laughs> you're not 300 pounds. You're very handsome. Stop. You put your face on it. I do, but it's a I very have you starred. Open... I have you starred Aww. on my grinder. Because I saw you and I'm like, I'm going to keep tabs on this boy. I do that with my coworkers. Is that weird? <laughs> no, it's I not. I do. Like, no, like I'm always like. You off being a hoe? Good for you, look, but like who? Look at that face. You're so cute. Oh my God, does it still say visiting? Uh, visiting. I'm at home. <laughs> that was for LA, wasn't it? No, that was for Atlanta. Oh, it was for Atlanta. Yeah. In LA trying to find Laura Dern. Oh. Is what your profile says. I'm just totally stalking your grinder right now. I mean, I am. I, I mean, I did want to find Laura Dern. That is not a lie. Do you know that she is probably like, I love her. I love her so much. There's some, like, I feel like we could do an episode on, like, gay men and, like, 50 plus, like, 50 year old plus actresses. Because, mm-hmm. like, there's just something like Jessica Lange, Judy mm-hmm. Greer, Laura Dern. I have a controversial one. Okay. Diane Keaton. No, she's great. But she won't stop defending. <laughs> uh, what's his face? That doesn't narrow Woody Allen. I'm like, just stop defending him. Be his friend you know, in private. I just found out that Woody Allen is alive. You didn't know he was alive? No, I thought he died. Well, you know. I was like, why is everybody so mad at this dead man? Like, what he did was horrible, but he's dead. No, he's still here. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh. It's like when you told me that Bob Barker was still alive. Well, that was news to me. I was like, because I saw this article. It was like, who all's still alive? And it was like, Bob Barker's about to be 98. And I'm like, well, why did we go to his funeral? 
Because I know we had a funeral for him. What's Drew Carey doing here? Like, well, yeah. if Bob Barker's still kicking it, why I don't is... think... Well, I, every picture's got him in a wheelchair. And there's a lot of stairs on the prices, right? So That's how I want my future husband's house. He's in a wheelchair, lots of stairs, no family. You're just going to roll him right down. I mean, either that or a terminal disease. <laughs> well, if you get a really rich husband, you're going to share a little... Just buy me nice gifts. You don't have to give me any money. No, like, I mean, like I'm a firm believer in like sharing with my friends. <laughs> right. Like, I I've I've got techno I have techno technology wish lists right now. So. Oh, so do I. I want an iPad. I don't need an iPad. Oh, I'm getting an iPad Pro. I have no. I had an iPad Pro. Like I bought it. Like everything. It was like the. What happened point. to it? I never used it. I sold it to my grandma. Why didn't you sell it to me? I need it because we. I didn't know you existed. Well, that's. You knew I existed. Yeah, but we I knew hate knew you existed. You hate knew me? I was so jealous of you. You were mad at me? I wasn't mad at you. Like, what ha- What do you mean? I, go, I, go into that. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, let's have This is that. news. N-E-W-S. I, I thought, like, I don't know. I was just so jealous that you were in New York, like, living your best life. And I've always been like, come see me. <laughs> I told like, you to come to New York. I don't know about all that. Why? Because I'm homophobic. Do you think I was going to murder you? I mean, I was like hoping, but like. Are you still homophobic? I am still homophobic. Like, maybe that's the problem with your hookups. You go in and be like, I'm homophobic. No, (laughs) the problem with my hookups is I'm ready to go. What does that mean? If I was a gas station, I'd be called a come and go. Oh. Because like, yeah, I'll let y'all figure it out. I mean, I don't think there's anything to figure (laughs) out. I mean, I think you pretty much just said it. But so you're just, so you're. But are you, is that what you want? Do you want a family and a husband or do you just want an interesting life? I want money. Like, I that's want, valid. I want power. Like I don't. And like, people, and people might hear that and think that that's very like, you know, they might have an opinion about it because we're supposed to be spiritual people and all this, but money is valid because that's literally all that matters in this world. No, that is all that matters. People say that like. Money doesn't buy happiness, but that's just what the 1% tells poor people to keep us from eating them. Yeah, that's like, exactly right. Well, and, or that, or the the really, really rich, or the kind of rich, even, they don't take time to appreciate that they don't have to worry, actually. Right. You're just worried. Like, you're just, you can't fathom not having to worry. And I'm like, we could. Well, that's the thing about this certain friend of yours that's always on your Facebook comments. They're always defending like Elon mm-hmm. Musk and everything. Could, could you believe that? And I'm like, I told them, I was like, I'm not like no one. No one is surprised that you actually kind of like Elon Musk. I mean, Elon Musk, like, OK, l- uh, let me just go into like my little hate filled rant here. Yeah. Elon Musk did not found Tesla. He bought it from the original founders. And yeah, he. Like he made them sign like papers saying like you can never say that you founded this company. As far as everybody knows, Elon Musk founded it. Yeah. And like he, his parents, like he's from South Africa, and his mm-hmm. parents owned a emerald mine or something. Yeah, it was some kind of jewel mine. Yeah, and like everybody's like, oh, Elon Musk is a self-made man. I'm like, and if he's a self-made man, then like, I'm like, a stripper. I d- well, and I don't care. You have nearly a trillion dollars. In your bank account. And you're just like, the world is burning to the ground. You're like, I'm going to get in a rocket ship and go to Mars. I'm like, well, that's not. I don't think we should have allowed him him or that little bald-headed bitch back in here. I think we should mm-hmm. like, keep circling. Yep. Let's see how, let's see how this is going to go. <laughs> well, and, and you know, I actually do think that Jeff Bezos is like more villainous than Elon Musk. But- I, it just feels... There's because Elon Musk keeps trying to do nice things that no one asked for, like the the Chilean miners. They're like, "I'll help." I'm like, "No one asked for that." Stop. Or no, it was the soccer team in Korea. Yeah. He like sends the 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 sends the submarine, and they're like, "We didn't need that. They're already out." You know. So he at least is like, "I'm gonna get the glory for what." I, but like Jeff Bezos is not doing anything elon, he's not even trying to do anything elon musk though he's like the cops on scooby-doo and by that i mean pointless yeah because it, it, it's not him solving the issues <laughs> right it's the group of kids in there talking right dog. well and it's just i mean yeah it's but that's the thing they that the reason they're so rich is because money is literally the only thing that matters in this world well, and it, to to for success and you know to achieve security money that's all you got Money is what buys you security. I think the reason why you find Jeff Bezos more like villainous than Elon Musk is because like 
Lex Luthor. Yeah. He's bald. He's very, yeah, he's got the look. Right. And, like, if if like if we got interrupted by, like, by a text from our phone saying that, like, Jeff Bezos launches, like, death satellite. I'd right. Be like, this well, is the least surprising thing. And maybe this is the, the brainwashing of it all. Because, like, sure, Elon Musk is incredibly problem, problematic, but he owns Tesla, which is an electric car, which is a good thing for this country, for the world, an electric car. And, um... <laughs> I'm getting choked. <clears throat> they hear us. It's like their mind power. Right. They're like, oh my God. <laughs> These homos in Alabama are talking about us. So, um, but no, but Amazon, like there's no, like I don't have to buy a Tesla. I don't have to give money to Elon Musk. But at some point, everyone has to give money to Jeff Bezos. So, you know what I mean, and ever and I'm and that's the thing. People are like, "Well, no, I don't, I don't shop Amazon." I'm like, "Well, why?" I'm like, "Because your five dollars for panties that you're gonna spend twenty five dollars elsewhere is not gonna make or break Amazon." But for me, I need to shop Amazon because that's the best way to get my life going. That's the way to keep my life going. So that's my theory. I'm one of those people, though. I do not... Like, I have Amazon Prime. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I have it for one specific reason. Do you want to <laughs> tell, the, tell the world? It's because I am mildly obsessed with The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, <laughs> which is the like best TV show to ever... Shout out to my gig in, LA, or in New York. I've told everybody about that. You know that, right? Have you really? I really. I'm like, yeah, my friend Kyle was on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> well, feel free. I've hung out with him. I'm better than you. <laughs> I love that that's your catchphrase. I'm better than you? You say that all over Facebook. I'm better than you, and you should know that. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's a teaching experience. It really is. And, like, after I give my mom her Telfar bag, like... I'm still better than you. Well, this will come out after Christmas. Well, so not, not when I say when I say better than you, I don't mean like you or other. No, I, no, I. That's the thing. I totally get what you mean. Like that's why I love it because I'm like I get it deeply. I get it on a spiritual level what you mean, and I'm like love that. But like at the same time, like you know, we were like we're bug, like you're from Bugtus, so I'm from Brushy Pond. We're not from like Mountain yeah. Brook. We're not from mm-hmm. like we didn't go to Coleman High School, right? Like so, like the fact that you know you live in L.A. and I live in like Birmingham, and like I know like how to like correctly pronounce Dior and things like that. Listen, there are people at Cold Springs. <laughs> you see my face. I'm like, well, how do you mispronounce Dior? I heard somebody at Cold Springs call it Dolce and Gabbana. Dolce and Gabbana. Dolce. Dolce. Um, I heard, um, some, I used to hear people call it Givenchy. Givenchy. Givenchy, yeah. Can I get some of that Givenchy like, perfume? Oh my God, please stop. Okay. Not that that matters, because, you know. But what about like, Juicy Couture? Juicy, Juicy Couture, yeah. Juicy Couture. I don't like it. Um, but yeah. So, I, I love your catchphrase, and I think you should put it on a pillow, put it on a t-shirt, brand that. I mean, hard. when I get my stand-up going, that's going to be, like, my thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm better than you. Yeah. that's I love that. Um, like, after coming back from L.A., I was like, I'm better than everyone. <laughs> I was there for a day. Not even a day. We really rocked L.A. for for a 24-hour period. Yeah, we it did. Was pretty, it was pretty intense. We, was, we were even back, like, in time to, like, have milkshakes. We, yeah, we had, like... An early night, and we saw a lot of LA that day. But I will—I have been telling everyone. I'm like, I went into the to the art gallery with Bar- with Brantley, and we saw a Degal for a hundred and seventy-eight thousand dollars. And I was like, I don't know that I've ever seen anything short of a house that's that expensive in person. I petted a random woman's Birkin that probably cost that much. A hundred and seventy-eight thousand dollars. I mean, for a Birkin. Yeah, Birkins get expensive. Well, I know they're expensive, my because I've got a friend who has four. Uh, What's their address? Uh, What's their security code? Her rank. <laughs> okay. That's oh, like, I'll call it out. I she she works very hard. It's my friend Sasha. I'll rob somebody. I don't care. No offense, Sasha, but like <laughs> I will rob you. <laughs> She's got. Well, that was the thing when I met her. I was just like, she came up to me and she was carrying a Birkin bag, and she was. We were in an orientation for a job that we were doing at one of the studios, whatever, yada, yada. And she came up to talk to me, and I was like, I was friendly, civil, whatever. But I just wasn't really interested in continuing the conversation. She kept, like, keep talking. And then she was like, why are you just, like, so stuck up? 
about like not wanting to talk to me. I'm just trying to be friendly. We're going to be here all day and you just seem really nice. So I just want to talk to you. And I was like, you're carrying a Birkin. I'm from Bug Tussle. We probably don't have a lot in common. And turns and thank God she was persistent because you can't judge a person by their purse because she's one of the greatest friends I've got. She has more love in her heart. Um, she finds herself in extreme situations at times. She was hit by a car in West Hollywood and they drove off and she's been doing surgeries ever since trying to fix her body. But then she FaceTimed me from, uh, a very prominent person's dressing room the other night. So oh, I remember you talking like, is this the one that you told me about? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to call her out. Cause you know, she might listen, whatever, you know. I just, you know, that's her business. That's that's her that's her gig because it was a job. She was working. You know, I've never had anyone say that, like you look so approachable. Right. Nobody has ever. You're told not me that. approachable. I'm not. But like, I always, I was, I'm like you though. I'm like, I'll, I'll bust the damn door down. Talk to me. Let's be friends. I wanted to be your friend, and now I found out you hated me. I didn't. Okay, <laughs> let me clarify. Let's go. Let's circle back to that. Like, I didn't hate you. I was so jealous of really? you. Really? But yes. now you're li- you're living a good life. No, I'm not. I'm not living in Burbank yet. Yet. <laughs> well, yeah, well. <laughs> if you go to LA, a lot of people will be like Burbank. What? That's not a good life. I mean, listen. It's close to the doghouse. Doghouse. If you're listening, I loved you. Loved your burgers. Um, but like, no, like I fell in love. Like I didn't even care for LA as much as I love Burbank. Well, that's why we moved there because we were living in Manhattan and it was just like city, city, city. And I was like, I want, I want something different. I want a little bit of suburbs. Like, Burbank had everything I wanted, though. Like, I had a Target close by. Yeah. It was, like, 15 minutes from Betty Davis's grave, so I could stop by. <laughs> and Carrie Fisher's. We uh, found yeah. theirs accidentally. You know, she's actually, like, she was cremated and put into a Prozac, Prozac bottle. Really? Yes. That's, that's like, that's fantastic. I, I love know. that. I, I love that. I want something weird like that for myself. My, I, myself when I die. I've decided I want to be, like, put in one of those, like, glass things at Judy Garland's grave. Yeah. You want to, you want to be on the corner at Judy Garland's yeah. grave in Hollywood forever. Like, cause like, cause like, I mean like, how else is it, are people going to know I'm gay in death if I'm not buried with Judy Garland? Oh, you can, I, I, I'll help you. Cause you're probably going to go before me. I'm going to go when I'm 40. The life that you live, you're going to die before oh, me. Absolutely. <laughs> like don't ever like, okay. The best story I have, I had bronchitis and they gave me Percocet for the cough, I think. <laughs> and like, apparently those make me crazy or like worse. <laughs> And this guy hit me up. He's like, hey, do you want to hang out? And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> so, like, my little, like, Percocetted up ass, like, hopped in this man's car. And oh he's going, God. like, 95. And he's like, you want to go to Huntsville? I'm like, yeah, I want to go to Huntsville. Which, for the, uneducated, for the uninitiated listener, is about 120 miles. from. No, this is when I lived in Coleman. Oh, so it's about 70 or 80 miles. Yeah, it's not bad, but, like. I, and he, like, he was speeding and like driving real erratically. So wait, was it somebody in our town? No, I don't know this man. I don't, I, I'd literally never talked to him before. God. And he was like, yeah, my sugar daddy just broke up with me. And I'm like, oh, that's so sad. Anyways, have you considered using a blinker? <laughs> and then like, he, we got, like, we didn't even go into Huntsville. We pulled over at this like random little shell station. And he's like, I was like, I need cigarettes. And he's like, we'll go in and get some. And then I was like. He's gonna leave me. Did he leave you? No, I didn't, didn't let him. No, so I was just like out, and that. Yeah. And then he pulled over at that rest stop, and he's like, "Had a really good time." I'm like, "I didn't park here. Please take me back to my car." Where did you park? I parked at the Iron Bad Skillet City? with the other hookers. Oh yeah, yeah. The Iron <laughs> Skillet is that the one at the yeah the, the new truck stop? Yes. I love that. I, I this is the thing. I love a truck stop. I, and here's why, when you're driving across the country, which I've done several times, I actually really enjoy driving across the country. I would love for you to come out and let us do a road trip sometime. Oh my God. Absolutely. Because I, I tell people, I'm like, what you have to do? I said, when you have to poop, you go to the truck stop because they're always the cleanest. Um, but there's always just like the craziest people. Like they're just fascinating. Um, and then you see like memorabilia from the places you are like, Apparently there is a new phrase where there's a canon that says if you want to take it you got, or if you want it you got to take it. Talking about liberty, I guess. I don't know. It's like it's crazy stuff. I'm like, "Oh my god, I love a truck stop." See, I love like especially down here in the south, I love truck stops because mm-hmm. they they do have stuff like that. 
And like the thing about the cannon is like, do you know how poorly those are to aim? What are you going to do with that? Yeah. Like what is the, I, I'm just like, why is the, I've sent it to a friend in LA and she's like, I don't get it. And I was like, I guess it means we have ammo and we will use it. But that's the thing about the South that really concerns me. Everybody just seems at peace with the fact that I will shoot you if you come into my yard. And I'm like, what if I'm in trouble? Like, don't you want to help? Like, that's very unchristian of you. No, like I, like men down here will find that trigger quicker than they will quicker than they will find a clitoris. I want to make that very clear <laughs> I, to everyone. I assume that they have trouble with that. Anyway. Like, oh yeah, like but like a trigger and the safety, they know where that's at. Oh, they know exactly. Their wife hasn't had an orgasm, but like they know where oh the trigger God. is. <laughs> I love when you're here. I, you're here. I, you're I'm at in, home. This no, you're in this this show space. I guess <laughs> I, I I did come to your turf, so <laughs> <laughs> you're in my house now, bitch. Right, exactly. But yeah, I I like coming back. I I want to keep one foot in the south. For myself, I just I don't want to lose sight of who I am because I love my people. I love the Southerners. And that's what people I try to tell them. I'm like, what you see on the news is not what the South is all. It's not all what the South is. I mean, it's there. It's true. What you're seeing on the news is true and alive, but it's not everything. So no. And like, I, like I used to want to like run from Alabama as fast as I could. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to move to literally right. anywhere. But like, I mean, I've been to Los Angeles, I've been to Detroit, I've been to Nashville, and, like, honestly, like, I I do love Alabama, because, like, mm-hmm. we, even despite all of its glaring faults, like, it is the state that made me, and, like, yeah. yes, we have K-Ivy. Well, and you are very Southern. I like, am. You're very, like, you, like, politics, Southern, politics is not Southern. There are no. plenty of Southern Democrats. There are plenty, like... I'm not a Democrat. Well, but I just mean there's plenty of Southern Democrats, Republicans, and everything. What are you? Are you a Republican? I'm a socialist. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Like, I was like, are you about to tell me you're a gay Republican? I... Listen, that's all the time we have, folks. Goodbye. <laughs> I, I have army crawled away from a gay Republican at the fish market at the Galleria. Oh, well, they're there. I have. Well, there's gay Republicans in L.A. I know them. They're I, very nice. I don't get it. You're ro- I will say, if you're a gay Republican, you don't care about your fellow LGBTQ people because if you did, you would be doing more to help them. Not protecting your own money. And that's the only reason you're a gay Republican is because you got some money and you want to keep it. I mean, like, I think that those are actually worse than, like, the... Like, I think that, like, gay Republicans who care more about, like, money than their community. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that those are actually worse than, like, the Trump Republicans. Oh, I agree. I 100% agree. But if you're listening, I am single and money hungry, so, like... I'll tell you. There's one gay Republican that flirts with me. And he's married, and I won't even say where or what, whatever, but he's married, and he flirts with me, and I'm just like, you're a gay Republican, but I'm just like, thank you. Thank you for for giving me Like, even if they're willing to, like, fight that internalized homophobia to, like, hit on me, I'm like, oh, look at you go. Like, Like, yeah, I'm like, like, thank you so much. Like, that TikTok audience, like, go little rock star or whatever, that's how I feel. (laughs) But... I, I love the South and I, I do, I, I hate that I have not been back in 2021. I, I came on Gen- December 7th. I had not been here since, actually I left on January 6th. I was driving across the country. <laughs> I was in Memphis when my phone was blowing up and everybody's like, are you okay? What are you doing? Like, what's going on? And I was like, what are you talking about? They're like, you're just like, don't go to like landmarks today. Just go stay on the road, drive because they're attacking the Capitol. And I was like, all right, I'm not even going near the Capitol. I'm headed west. But yeah, that was January 6th was the last time I came here. I was at work watching that and I was like, yeah, this would happen. Yeah. I mean, like you want, everybody wants to believe that it wouldn't happen, but everybody knew it would. Like that's the, that was the grand finale we saw coming with Trump. I, I, I hate that I didn't get to see him cry. Like he never cried publicly and I wanted that so bad. Did you think he cried? He cried privately. I Trump? hope so. I, I, I really so. wanted to see Betsy DeVos cry. Oh, well, so I think she's kind of like too confused to cry. I don't think she, like, I don't think she knows where she's at. Like, I think she's no. currently like wandering around like the education department. Like, hello. I just loved the, the, the videos of Betsy DeVos when she would like get out of the black escalade to go into a school and they would like stand at the door 
and protest and be like, you can't come in here. And she'd go, oh, okay. And just get back in the car. Like she would, she didn't even try to break through the, 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 the picket line. You, you know what? That means she's not a scab. So she has one thing going for her. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay. Okay. And she didn't even like, she didn't even like get, she didn't even bristle at it. She's like, oh, okay. I'll get back in my car and I'll go home now. I was like, I loved watching that. I was like, you're so stupid. Well, and you know, like I'm an equal opportunist here, but like that picture of Hillary Clinton walking into a poor person's apartment. Oh, I know. I, that I is looked my it up. I looked it up. She was just, I think I want to give her the benefit of the doubt because I believe in Hillary that she was just horrified that people lived that way. We're horrified that we live that way too. Give us a check, girl. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Ethan told me the other day. He's like, "Hey, guess what?" I was like, "What?" He goes, "I got another Golden State check." And I was like, "What?" And Wait, he, what's a Golden State check? Well, it's we're the Golden State, California. So we got a Golden State stimulus. We they just like I every once in a while, Betty Yee, our treasurer, will just send us a little cash my way. That's for the blackouts they call y'all during the summer. I never had one. I never had a blackout. Really. Mm-mm. But I know some people who did, and I was like, sorry about it. I'm like, no, you can't come over. This is my air conditioning. Well, I was like, you can't come over. This is COVID. My bubble. <laughs> go to Target. I did go to Target. <laughs> I, I stayed in Target during COVID because that was the only place I could go. Mm-hmm. And like, then I realized, but like, you can only have so many mental breakdowns in Target before they're like, yeah. are you going to leave? <laughs> And I'm like in the oh home goods, like it's. Well, now you can walk through Target and hear Adele singing and just cry while you shop. I was crying before that. (laughs) I'm like, oh, please do go easy on me. Like, also, I want to like bring up the fact, like, I want to talk about that conversation we had on Rodeo about the proposal that took place at the Adele concert. Oh my God. Yeah. I have talked this over with numerous friends and they all think I'm heartless, but I would have said no. Why? Because I love attention. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love attention. I think this has been a very good episode to just sort of really show the world who you are and that's it we know you now i'm never gonna get another day like i'm probably like my job is gonna be like what is wrong with you but for the record on my resume it says i'm materialistic problematic and kind of a whore so on your resume i am very open i love i love that because and that that makes sense because everything is a like you just come in as you are now that's the new that's the new frontier of jobs if you want people to stay in a job you have to accept them for who they are and you're problematic and kind of a whore and you will have to talk to me about the things i say about my coworkers. but i do not oh say yeah we'll ta- off the off the record and all that we'll get a drink and we'll talk about it i can't wait no i mean like i like i don't say it behind my coworkers back i say it to their face oh yeah i was raised right Mm-hmm. Well, I that's well that's the thing. My mother and she'll kill me for saying this, but she doesn't listen to the podcast, so that's fine. Um, she, I told the her the two was, listeners are in this room. Here we are. I got a few. <laughs> I got a few more around the world. But um, but I told her I was coming home early this year. Um, I was like, I'm between gigs right now, and I said, I think I'm just gonna come home early and just you know be around. And she goes, You don't have to. And I was like, What? excuse me and she goes yeah you can just come whenever you know whenever ethan's gonna come just come then and i was like mom i'm offended i'm I'm telling you you have more time with me she goes but you just always stir a pot and i'm like well that's valid sometimes you have to stir a pot because if it's burning on the bottom you gotta fix it so my mom is the one who like normally keeps me like under control at family get-togethers is she good at that? Yes, yeah. um, but she wasn't at Thanksgiving this year because she was on. A what liquid- did you do? I started a fight with my cousin Robert. Okay, hey Robert. Like I did. He was like, because like he was like dollar. Tre-. He's like dollar trees raising their prices. If I have to hear that stupid story one more time, I'm like, who, who shops at Dollar Tree for like all their stuff? Like, okay, first of all, I actually know some people, but we we won't touch on that right now. Nah. But like. I was like, yeah, it's because of inflation. He's like, no, it's your little President Biden. Yeah, Biden did it. I'm like, you're right. He targeted the Dollar Tree Corporation on purpose Mm -hmm. because, like, that 25 cents is going to, like, bring us back into, like, the green on the economy. Right. And then he started talking about how, like, Obama was president during COVID. What What does that mean? He was like, I was like, he was like, who, I was like. The worst president took place during 2016 to 2020. And he's like, yeah, that'd be Obama. I'm like, what? 2016 through 2020 is Trump. Yeah. Or 2017 through 2021. 
right and like Trump and like he didn't (laughs) he didn't put like and like as soon as he said that like it was like Christmas came early for me well I remember these people here I remember back in 2016 when Hillary uh, lost the electoral college we were I was having discussions on Facebook and I I don't really discuss things like that on Facebook too much anymore because I you know know your audience and that one dude is just gonna be like hey yeah he will. He always shows up, and I, I think I like he has him. notifications turned on for your posts. He has to. I have to be his favorite. I don't know. He has like you like pinned and favorited. Like he is obsessed with you. <laughs> I love that. Like I mean, I, I I like him though personally. I mean, I do. Um, but so we were talking, and I was just like, "Well, I just you know it was a, it was an open discussion on my post. I don't ever go to other people's pages. I don't. Tr- I don't troll." And, like, comment on other people's stuff. I just post what I believe. And if you want to come talk about it, we'll have an open discussion. And I was talking about the Electoral College. And I'm like, we don't need it anymore because I have a history degree. So go with me, folks. I know the history of Electoral College. The point of the Electoral College is because they used to have horse and buggies. And people could, and they had to tell the electorates who to vote for. And the electorates would travel to Washington, D.C. to place this area's votes. We don't need that anymore because everybody, everything's digital. We can send the results. You know, we don't need electoral college anymore, but we still have it. And because we have it, the popular vote is not always honored. That was the whole point. And someone told me, and I'll tell you names off the, off, off the record. Cause we know them. It's, um, the rich ones. And then it, it's a rich one and a Christian. I'll tell you that. That doesn't narrow it down. You know the rich ones. Well, I, I know the ones that are rich ones and Christians and the ones who think they're the rich ones and well, no, Christians. It's the, it's, the, it's the the hallmark rich people of our community. Oh, them. Yeah, those. Mm. The ones who, you know, all their houses look the same. That's because they're all butler buildings. I stand by that. There you go. But um, they said, well, oh, oh no, the Christian said... Well, Obama didn't win the popular vote in 2012, but we but he still took the president presidency. So I'm like, staying calm. I don't know if the, I don't know what the popular vote was in 2012. So I go on over to Google and I say, what was the popular vote in 2012? And I said, no, Miss Christian, I didn't call her that, but you know, I called her by her name, and I said, actually, um, the popular vote in 2012 was 60 million votes for. Mitt Romney and 65 million votes for Obama. So what you said is not true. And the rich one, he goes, well, you don't have to attack everybody all the time. And I was like, I literally just posted facts. See, I attack people. Like I will go after, like I'll go after your kids. I think it's you. Everybody's like, you're so political. And I'm like, I'm not. And I was like, look at Brantley. They think that all the gays are the same. I guess so. They can't tell us apart. Oh, no. Whatever. No. Like, even though I'm blonde, but like. So, I don't know. But, yeah, they they just get all been out of shape. I'm actually banned on from, like, the Coleman Daily page. Are you really? I am. (laughs) Because I would not stop. I would not stop, like, causing fights. And, like, I would get, like, personal. Like, this one woman said something. She's, like, she called, like, I I threatened to sleep with this one woman's husband. Oh. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was, like, you better be careful. I'm going to. Your husband. It's I have an explicit rating. You can quote oh, yourself. Oh, cool. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna fuck your husband. Oh, I'm so sorry. I kicked your dog. Well, I and I, May I hold her. Yeah, can absolutely. Can I hold you? Can I hold you? Look at this little baby. Okay, continue. Like I, I, this one woman was like, "It's the clown committee." I'm like, "That's what you look like with your makeup, Deborah." <laughs> was that her name, Deborah? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. Well, and like this, like you know, in that same vein of like. The Christian and the dog. rich one, like, she unfollowed me on Facebook, so now I can say this. Her kid is ugly. And I told her that. After the Christian? She, yeah. <laughs> you know which Christian I'm talking about? I hope it's the right one, or I'm just <laughs> insulting someone's kid. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of them, but, you know, they, they have a moniker. But And to be fair, the rich ones think they're Christians, too. But we all know stuff about the patriarch and the matriarch. Listen, they're, like, I love mess. Like, I think, like, when I get sad, I'm like, well, maybe one day I'll just fuck a, like, housekeeper. Mm-hmm. Because, like... Well, ha- that's what that's what she's doing. I, no, no, she, <laughs> she fucked the pool boy. He fucked the housekeeper. <laughs> and I saw them 
When I was living in Birmingham, I caught him. I saw him at Outback. Did you? When really? I was working at Outback, he was like, "You're uh, you're you're Michael's son, aren't you?" I'm like, "I am," and he's like. Oh, really? I like, saw them at Aldi, and I'm like, I know how much money you got. Why are you shopping at Aldi? Go to Costco. <laughs> Can I tell? Okay, that makes me think of something else. Can I tell you what my favorite thing is about the rich people around here? What they try so hard to like, like we go to warehouse discount yeah. and we we shop at the Walmart. Look, yeah. it's great value. No, like I like they try so hard to be relatable, like a corporation during Pride, right? And it's just like that's my thing. I was just like, don't. I, I, Judge Judy, don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. Like that's just that's the only insulting thing you can do is pretend like you don't have money. And I'm like, you live in a mansion, you drive a Bentley, mansion. you know, whatever, you know. Wait, do they really have a Bentley? No, I'm sure they don't. They drive a that Bentleys. They wouldn't. Drive they a lease. They lease. They lease. They wouldn't drive a Bentley because they own American branded cars i'm sure but you know they they try to just be like oh we're not that rich we have i'm like there's literally people living in a rusty trailer across the street from you you're rich calm yourself down i feel like we should probably shouldn't call them mansions though because they're not mansions they're like big houses they're they're houses that are too big this like like they're <laughs> ugly and like they're so ugly like for some odd reason they're like when they were designing them they were like you know what we need what and uh, like a four story entryway, with like that a chandelier. That's true. And it, like, that's it, the longest chain I've ever seen in my life. I know, I and like, it's like, why is this so long? You're, it's so much wasted space up there. Oh, and not just that, but like use that chain to hang me because like your house is so <laughs> ugly. That I I just want to give a disclaimer. Those opinions are those of Brantley Cruz and no one else's on this podcast. These views do not are not the views of Not for Nothing nor Kylie on Henderson Corporation. I know what I said, but <laughs> like no, like those houses are ugly. Like and they wear like those peasant blouses. Like it's almost like they know something that we don't. Because like they're like they're like over here like little hoe on the prairie, but like. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, to end that whole discussion, the oh. the matriarch of the rich, one time was talking about how Obama ruined her friend because she, because of Obamacare, she didn't get her Medicare, uh, checks or whatever. Something was messed up with her Medicare. So again, I just go on over to Google and I'm like, who's in charge of Medicare? And the, the article said that Medicare is a federally funded program that is dispersed by the governor of each state. And I said, well, actually, Christian, no, Rich, I'm getting it mixed up now because <laughs> I'm, you know. They look the same. They look the same. Uh, actually, Rich, I just Googled this article, posted the article, and it says that the governor is actually in charge of Medicare. So it's, not Obama, who's messing up your friend's Medicare. And she comes back, you mean to tell me, that's a Southern phrase for everybody out there, you mean to tell me that our Republican governor is the one messing up my friend's Medicare? And I'm like, do you literally know nothing? Because Republicans are the one who ones who don't want any government programs whatsoever. So yes... It's not a far-fetched that the Republican governor is the one messing up Medicare. And I didn't mean to tell you anything. I Googled the article because I am freely admitting I didn't know anything about Medicare. And now I do because I Googled it and looked at the government website that says the governor is in charge of Medicare. So I don't know what to tell you. I, I can't ignore facts. I don't know how to do that. It's just facts are facts. And then she blocked me. I don't know if any of them know how Google works. <laughs> well, I don't either. They open up their Traditions bank account on their phone, and that's oh all they God. care about. <laughs> traditions. traditions. Well, you know Traditions is the bank that gets robbed the most in Coleman County. Uh, have you seen the people who work there? Of course it is. <laughs> well, on that note, we have done a full circle of... How we got out of Bug Tussle and, Bar and Brushy Pond. The people we left behind... We did a little gossip goss about, which actually also, I was at my cousin's house last night and I was spreading some gossip that you had. Well, I knew it. That me? Me and you. It was, it was the same conversation you and I had when you were in Los Angeles. I was relaying that conversation because I know you don't care because it's not your problem. 
What conversation was it? About the man who is the preacher but then opened the restaurant that turned into a strip club and is now a bar. Listen, that man's an arsonist, and I stand oh, yeah, and by he's an arsonist that. Too. I have to get some facts straight because I they fell out of my head. No. So I have to report back. I, yeah, no. Like, we will like have the speakerphone conversation because like <laughs> I am but fully I did, invested I in this conspiracy. Names. I named names for my cousin. She was like, what? And she goes, this is surprising in no way. And I'm like, well, let me go. I'm going Has to nobody really- noticed that? Well, no, they knew that part, the arson part. But the other stuff, I gotta get it straight. Oh, oh, cause like that's what I waited for, the, so that way I could tell Ethan that Ethan has never met these people. Yeah. Well, Ethan loves a good Cold Spring story. That's because we're all crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Listen, I was on so many like hit lists. Like, it's like the last time I was on a list. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I mean. We are done. We've done the circle. We've talked about everybody. We did a little hot goss, and now it's time to go to dinner. Because I needed tonight so much because I have been with conservatives and I love them, but I just need a night with my people. So thanks for coming on the show. Of course. Thanks for having me. Well, you'll be back. Oh my God. Absolutely. You'll be back. I can't wait I'm to have be you back a next fan time. Favorite. I hope so. I think you will. <laughs> but anyway, I hope this is, I hope everyone is having a great 2022 because I'm looking into the future. We recorded this in late 2021 and I'm hoping that everything's going well. Um, Omicron is as we're speaking on the horizon. So go ahead and get your vaccines and get those boosters. I got my booster. It was fine. And happy new year, everybody. (laughs) 